Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just over a week since the Penrith Panthers won the 2021 NRL Premiership Unreal Grand Final defeating the South Sydney Rabbitohs. And as you guys know from listening to this podcast, we've done a heap on the history of the Penrith Panthers. Of course, this is their third Premiership. They won their first Premiership in 1991, uh, losing the 1990 Grand Final against the Canberra Raiders, returning in 1991 to knock them over in that decider. Very similar to the Penrith Panthers of 2020 and 2021. In between that was their second premiership led by Craig Gower and Luke Prittis, Reese Wesser, Ryan Girdler, all the boys there in 2003, defeating the Sydney Roosters in that grand final. Probably the best narrative out of that one, of course, the Panthers came from last essentially the year before. Absolutely nowhere to win that premiership against the Sydney Roosters, captained by Brad Fittler, who of course was a Penrith Panthers junior, who was... Uh, in the Panthers team that won in 1991. And, of course, the opposition, the opposing halfback in the 1991 Grand Final for the Canberra Raiders was Ricky Stewart, who I believe won Man of the Match honours in 1990 against the Panthers again. He was the coach of that 2003 Roosters side. So there's always been narratives around the Penrith Panthers and their premierships. And I thought this would be a really good opportunity to go through those three Grand Finals and choose a best-of team solely based on on grand final performances. So some of the best players in these teams, they might have missed out, but it is based solely on grand final performances. Now, really tough because the game has changed so much since 1991 when that first Panthers team won. 1991 to 2003 are two completely different games of football. It's unbelievable. The gap between 2003 and 2021 is surreal as well. So you can imagine the gap between 91 and and 2021 30 years out of rugby league there. So much has changed. The game has advanced so much. Every single position is different now to what it was when Greg Alexander, Mark Guy, Brad Fittler, these sort of guys won in 1991. So picking 
a best of team was really difficult. As I said, it was a really tough gig. I've gone through and I think I've found the best 1-17. to The bench is a little bit unorthodox. It's not crazy, but it is a little bit unorthodox. I've sort of got two utilities on there, but I think you'll understand why I've got two utilities in on that bench. Uh, the starting team is one hell of a team, let me tell you. Uh, a couple of guys that they might not be the best players the club have, has ever had, but I just thought their grand finals were unbelievable. They were sensational performances. We'll start at fullback, and I'm sure a lot of people here are expecting me to go with Reese Wesser. Um, had a really good 2003 grand final, no doubt about it, but for me, I thought in 2021, Dylan Edwards, his performance in that grand final, all things considered with the injury and stuff, I did go for Dylan Edwards at fullback, ran for a of meters, about 250 meters odd. I thought he was sensational. Granted, the 2003 Premiership, it was in the pissing rain. So not really a game for fullbacks. A really close affair in that one. Obviously, the dummy half getting man of the match uh, in that game. So not really one for fullbacks. Uh, 1991 fullback wasn't really a standout in that one either. The position has changed a lot, though. Dylan Edwards, for me, he had to be the fullback. Even though Reese Wester is probably the best, the better player, or almost definitely the better player. But Dylan Edwards, I thought his performance in the 2021 decider, all things considered, he deserved the fullback role there. In saying that, surprisingly, none of the three fullbacks have really brained it in these grand finals. I mean, when you think about premiership winning teams, you always expect them to have a fullback that is just on another level. It's sort of how the narrative tends to go in rugby league, but there hasn't been a standout uh, for fullbacks across those three grand finals. So Dylan Edwards, he gets the nod for me there. On the wing, really, really hard here. This one was incredibly difficult. Um, And one of the wings I had to go with the 2003 winger, Luke Rooney. He scored two tries that night. Uh, One of them tracking sort of through the middle, uh, like on his edge, but tracking through the middle with Luke Prittis when he made a gap. Another one getting outside Chris Walker on the end of another Luke Rooney pass to, on the end of another Luke Prittis pass to score for Luke Rooney. So I had to have Luke Rooney in this side. Two tries in the 2003 grand final. They only scored three, so he had to be there. Bit of a strange career from Luke Rooney. Obviously looked like he was going to be a superstar. Played New South Wales, played for the Kangaroos. Never quite kicked on after that. Sort of um, sort of fell off a little bit. I think he ended up in rugby in Europe or something. I'm not really sure what happened to Luke Rooney. I'm just having a look at his career now. Uh, de- debuted with the Panthers in 2001. Played there until 2008. So good career. Seven odd years. Played 140 games. Uh, represented the Kangaroos on one occasion. Uh, represented New South Wales a few more times than that. Six tries for six, sorry, six games for six tries for New South Wales. So Luke Rooney, champion player. Uh, career didn't unfold the way that I expected it to or anticipated it to. But 2003 scored 17 tries, including two on grand final night. So he had to be there for me. On the other wing. I couldn't separate these two. Uh, and they both come from the 2021 team. They are the two wingers there. Brian Toto, he ran for an unbelievable amount of metres. He was incredible in that grand final. In a game where it really was a game of chess, coming out of your own end was extremely difficult. It was a skinny 10 metres. Guys were shooting up off offside, but they were getting called offside. So it was a really scrappy affair. I thought Brian Toto was amazing. But... 
Stephen Crichton, he came up with the big play on the big stage to uh, win that premiership. Obviously, the intercept uh, on Cody Walker. So, Tyo and Stephen Crichton, honestly, I, when I was making this team, I had one. I didn't have the other. Then I swapped them. I, I, I changed this so many times. I just couldn't settle on which way to go. So, I've ended up putting Brian Tyo slash Stephen Crichton. You can make up your own mind on that one. Very interested to hear what you guys think. Is it the moment of Stephen Crichton that wins it for you, or is it the game of Brian Tyo? where he was sensational the entire for the entire 80 minutes, whereas Stephen Crichton just had that one sort of moment. But without that moment, they don't win the comp. But I would say without Brian Toto in that game, they probably don't get out of their own end and they're not able to turn South Sydney around constantly either. So up to you. I'll let you decide that one. In the centres, another guy from 2021, I had to go with Matt Burton. I thought he was sensational in that grand final. A lot of you guys have messaged me saying you believe he was robbed of a Clive Churchill medal. Um, I think Nathan Cleary deserved it. If I had to pick my top three players on the field, though, I probably would have had Matty Burton at number three. He was definitely there and thereabouts with the best players. Obviously scored a try in that game, but Defensively, that's really where it, where it mattered with Matty Burton. Scary to think. At the start of the season, he was a reserve 5'8". Now he's potentially one of the best centers in our game and a grand finalist, a premiership winner at such a young age, playing a new position, unreal stuff. So Matty Burton had to be there. Another guy that was sort of a 5'8", but he was playing out in the centers. He was very young. He'd eventually leave the Panthers to go and be successful somewhere else. It was Brad Fittler. Uh, Fittler is the other one in the centers here for me. Played a crucial role in the 1991 Premiership victory. Set up a great try. There's a there's a little set play they do with Brandy and Gregor, and sorry, with Brandy and Mark Geyer ends up getting the ball and he throws this beautiful around the corner pass to Freddie. He's sort of in traffic, then he throws this pill over his shoulder to Izard to score under the post. Unbelievable moment. Brad Fittler, he also had a ta- oh, I'm not sure if the tackle is in the 91 or the 1990 grand final, but he cuts Mal Meninga in half. Just the perfect chop tackle. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. If not, go on YouTube and have a look at it. And just keep in mind, this is Mal Meninga just about at the peak of his powers against teenage Brad Fittler in potentially his 20th first grade game or like his 40th first grade game. So incredible stuff from Freddie Fittler. Him and Matty Burton, they would be my centers. A lot of quality centers that missed out on this as well from the two teams. Obviously, Ryan Girdler didn't get a feature in this one. Paul Fatawira, guys like this. Uh, but I couldn't leave these two out of it. I thought they were both sensational. At 5'8 and halfback, um, look, obviously 5'8, 2003, you had Preston Campbell. Uh, had, had a great game. Wouldn't say it was of the highest caliber. Jerome Luai also had a great game in 2021. Once again, a guy that didn't absolutely brain it, but I thought he did enough to get in there. Steve Carter for the Panthers back in 2000, back in 1991. Good, solid game by him as well. But I think Jerome Luai, even though he only got one try assist, I thought it was a great little play. Put in a couple of really good kicks. So Jerome Luai, he gets the 5-8 spot for me. Halfback. Obviously, this is where it gets really tough. You've got Greg Alexander, who was the captain of the 1991 team. You've got Craig Gower, who was the captain of the 2003 team. And Nathan Cleary, who was the captain of the 2021 team. Look, it was a game that Craig Gower didn't really dominate. The the hooker did a heap of work. Brandy had a really good game in the 1991 decider. Kicked a couple of huge goals as well. Forced a few repeat sets as well out of dummy half and whatnot. But for me... I couldn't go past Nathan Cleary in that performance the other night. His kicking game was unbelievable. Yes, he missed that tackle. I understand that. But they do not win that game if Nathan Cleary isn't the halfback that night. If that halfback for the Penrith Panthers is anyone else in the comp, I think they probably lose to Adam Reynolds and South Sydney, to be honest with you. So Nathan Cleary, he's partnered with his half partner in Jerome Luai, two Penrith boys through and through. Very good to see. 
Let's move into the forward pack. And up front, a really tough one. Um, obviously, when, when you look back at, at the old Penrith side, 1991, Paul Clark, Paul Dunn, two really solid footballers, wasn't outstanding, uh, but it was a very different game back then as well. You look at 2003, guys like Joel Clinton, Martin Lang, these sort of fellas. You look at the modern day side, Jared, uh, you've got James Fisher-Harris. Uh, so really tough to select here. I ended up going for the 2003 pair in Joel Clinton and Martin Lang. Now, you got to remember, this game was in the pissing rain. It was played against the Roosters forward pack, which was star-studded. That 2003 Roosters pack was just ridiculous, and they were red-hot favourites to win that grand final. The, and, and this is where we all sort of thought this grand final was going to be won and lost in the forward pack. The Panthers had a team that had sort of overachieved a little bit as far as everyone concerned, but this Roosters pack was unbelievable. Let me just read it out to you. You had Jason Kalis up front with Ned Caddick. Ned, Ned Caddick didn't play rep football. Jason Kalis was an international. In the second row, Adrian Morley, international. Partnered with Craig Fitzgibbon, international. At lock, you had Luke Rickardson, also an international. So you had an English international, a Kiwi international, two kangaroos. Ned Caddick in the front row was the only guy that didn't play representative football. At hooker to start that game, you actually had Mick Crocker, who was another um, international back rower. They just shoved in at hooker. They played Craig Wing at halfback to start that game. And, of course, they had Brett Fish on the bench. On the bench for that Roosters team as well, they had Andrew Lomu, Chad Robinson, Chris Flannery. I mean, Andrew Lomu and Chad Robinson never played rep football themselves. But Chris Flannery, he was another guy that played for Queensland, one of the most versatile guys ever. So it was one hell of a forward pack in that Roosters side. They were unreal. So for... For the two guys, Joel Clinton and Martin Lang, to stand up to them and really deliver the game they did in the pissing rain that night, I thought it was incredibly impressive. So I've gone for those two. I've gone Joel Clinton and Martin Lang, the two, the pairing from the 2003 Grand Final. At Hooker, no, it is. It's an all-2003 front row. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I've gone with Luke Prittis. Obviously, Happy Curacao, he had a sensational game in the 2021 Grand Final. Um, Roycey Simmons, unbelievable in 1991 as well, scoring two tries in his farewell game. The narrative is all there. Stay tuned. We'll talk about him in a minute. But I have a go to go with Luke Prittis. I still think it's the most dominant Grand Final performance we've ever seen by an individual in the pouring rain to lay on two tries and score another one, make another 40-odd tackles. He was sensational. So Luke Prittis, he picks himself there. In the second Second row, really tough. Uh, you remember from 2003, they had Joe Nullivau and Tony Pulatua, the hair pair. Uh, people absolutely love these guys. They were so good to watch. Neither has made this team, which is incredible. One second row I've gone for is from 2021. I've gone for Viliami Kikau. I thought his performance in the final was so good. Bouncing back from probably the worst game of his career in the 2020 grand final, he made up for it in spades. He was sensational, Viliami Kikau. Very, very underrated performance in this game. A few people messaged me and said he deserved the Clive Churchill. I wouldn't have him that far, but I would definitely have him in the top five players on the field. He really took his game to a new level in that grand final, which was sensational to see. Partnering him, a very different sort of footballer. I've gone 
with Mark Geyer. Now, controversial because he was sent off in this game for 10 minutes, but the impact he had before and after that, of course, he set up the try uh, for Roycey Simmons to score and just the intensity he brought when he came back on the field, it really turned this game on its head. So MG, we've had him on the podcast, champion fella, still working with Triple M, a Panther through and through. MG, he gets a spot in the second row. Jersey 13, really, really tough here. Obviously, a couple of 13s have done incredibly well in grand finals. Um, You had, obviously, Scotty Sattler in 2003 and Isaiah Yeo in 2021. Both had huge performances. I've gone with Scott Sattler. Um, Once again, I think another really underrated performance as far as grand finals go. He forced a couple of repeat sets. He put up a couple of kicks that got results off it. There was one that he put up that Anthony Minicello dropped. The uh, the Panthers scored on the next set. Really goes underrated. Uh, There was another try-saving tackle that he made on Chris Walker in that grand final. And then, of course, there was the tackle on... Todd Byrne. Unbelievable stuff. We'll go down in rugby league folklore. I'll tell you what, though. The tackle he made on Chris Walker, criminally underrated. Criminally underrated. It was arguably better than the one on Todd Byrne, to be honest with you. But Todd Byrne won. It was down the sideline. It just had everything in it. It was a lock forward up against a winger. All that sort of stuff. The chase down all added to the narrative. But the tackle on Chris Walker was just as good, in my opinion. So Scotty Sattler, he gets jersey 13 in this Panthers grand final team. Now we're on to the bench. The first man I picked, Jersey 14, couldn't possibly leave him out, was Roycey Simmons. Very unlucky not to get the Clive Churchill medal in 1991. Of course, Bradley Clyde took it home in a losing side there. But Roy Simmons, two tries in his last game for the Penrith Panthers. He only scored 15 in his entire career, and he scored two that day. So an incredible knock by Roycey. Had to have him in this team. He wears Jersey 14. Jersey 15, Penrith Panthers captain, 2021, Isaiah Yo. We already said that Scott Sattler just edged him out for the 13 jersey. Isaiah Yo has to be in this team. He has been unbelievable for this side. I was so impressed with his performance the other night. One, Still one of the most underrated guys in this competition. I know people are aware of him. I know they respect what he does, but I still think he's underrated, which is crazy to think about. Jersey 16, bit of a controversial one. He actually played off the gra- off the bench in this grand final as well. It was the 1991 grand final, and it was Johnny Cartwright. Incredibly underrated, JC. Uh, a guy with a huge skill set. Some of the offloads he was able to produce, some of the offloads he did produce in this grand final were sensational. When he came on the field, it really did turn the tide. And this is sort of when guys off the interchange, they weren't as important as what they are now. So for him to have the impact he did uh, was amazing in the 1991 grand final. A guy that within a couple of years, Brandy, he would obviously leave. He would go to the New Zealand Warriors. Cartwright would become the captain. A New South Wales representative, a kangaroo as well, went on the 1990 kangaroo tour. A champion player. Controversial that he was on the bench for this grand final, but it turned out to be a masterstroke because when he came on the field, he was sensational. So Johnny Cartwright, he takes pick jersey, sorry, number 16 in this team. Last jersey, I couldn't possibly leave this guy out. It has to go to Brandy. We've mentioned him a few times, Greg Alexander, the captain of the 1991 Penrith Panthers. In my opinion, Nathan Cleary is probably starting to chase him down, but I still think Brandy is the greatest Panther we've seen. In 1991, he was great, obviously playing halfback. I think that Nathan Cleary was better in the 2021 grand final, though, so I had to go with Nathan Cleary, but I couldn't leave Brandy out of this side, and wow, could you imagine the goal-kicking duels that these two would have, Cleary and Brandy at training? That'd be unreal. Greg Alexander, absolutely love him, could play halfback, could play fullback, 
I'm not sure if he'd be a halfback in 2021, to be honest with you. I think he might be a fullback, but he was the glue that held this Penrith Panthers team together. Yes, there was a lot of stars in there with Mark Guy, Brad Fittler, these sort of guys, but he was the guy. He was the main fella uh, in that side, Greg Alexander, so he had to be in there. His goal kicking in the 2020, in the 1991 grand final, sorry, was sensational. His general play kicking was sensational as well, so he had to be in there somewhere. Let's go through this team one more time. At fullback, Dylan Edwards. On the wing, I've got Stephen Crichton or Brian Tyo. I'll let you decide that one. On the other wing, 2003 two-try hero, Luke Rooney. In the centres, 2021 centre, Matt Burton. And 1991 legend, Bradley Fittler. In the halves, Jerome Lewine, Nathan Cleary. The halves pairing from 2021. Up front... I've got Joel Clinton and Martin Lang, the pairing from the 2003 Grand Final, and and I've got at hooker Luke Predder, still the best individual performance in a Grand Final ever, in my opinion. In the second row, Viliami Kikau and Mark Geyer, two very different footballers, but God, that'd be one hell of a combo. At 13, the 2003 hero, Scotty Sattler. On the bench, Roy Simmons, Isaiah Yo, Greg Alexander, and... Johnny Cartwright. On the bench, we've got one player from each team, which is sensational to see, and two players from the 1991 Grand Final. That is our best Panthers team based solely on premiership winning performances in those Grand Finals. Let me know your thoughts. If I've left someone out that you think is controversial, I need to make a change somewhere. Send me a message or leave a review if you enjoyed this podcast, guys. Let me know your thoughts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.